Today's podcast is sponsored by LSC, a credit union service organization that provides products and services that allow credit unions to exist, compete, and thrive in the financial marketplace by meeting the demands and needs of current and prospective members. LSC is a payment services provider with credit union member-focused strategy. They offer multiple debit, credit, and prepaid processing platforms to facilitate seamless integration to a credit union's core processor. With flexible and comprehensive reward strategies to optimize membership growth and retention. All customer service and implementation needs are handled in house, providing quality assistance and controlled costs to credit unions. LSC also has portfolio development programs to review a credit union's portfolio and create a customized analysis that offers information and solutions to make the credit union's card program more profitable. Visit lsc.net for more information. Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas. Credit unions already collect a vast amount of data on their members, but it's important they're also able to analyze it and make decisions that will influence what members see and experience. It's about using data to stay relevant to your members, says Tom Kane. I'm Jennifer Wold, a senior editor for CUNA News and Credit Union Magazine. I recently spoke with Kane, the president and CEO of the Illinois Credit Union League and LSC. Kane talked about the information revolution, the importance of data, challenges credit unions face when it comes to adopting a data analytics strategy, and more during a conversation with the CUNA News podcast. Tom, we've heard the phrase information revolution, and we've heard a lot about how information is is changing the way credit unions and people in general are doing business in today's world. But what exactly do people mean when they throw out that term information revolution? I I think it gets down to data, and there's lots of buzz phrases around that, big data and uh, data analytics and all that kind of thing. But I think it all gets down to the data that's being collected and the, the data that's being used to influence our decisions and then to actually to make some decisions. And I guess I would start out by saying, for for me, a definition of of this is really turning data into actionable information, um, which has been going on for a long time. I mean, there's businesses that have been using data to make decisions, but I think it's really picked up speed. Its analogy is like a rock rolling down a hill. I think it's really been picking up speed um, in the last couple decades with the advent of the internet, which I think is made data collection much, much easier uh, and ubiquitous. And I've been involved in technology for for 35 years um, in my career, most of of my career anyway, including my last 15 at the Illinois Credit Union System. What I've seen is that, you know, utilizing data and and sort of been the holy grail, but it's, it's been difficult because of the size, age, and complexity of a lot of the systems that make the collecting the data really, really difficult. So uh, I think just in the last few years, a lot of companies have really been able to utilize the data that's out there and really be able to to take advantage of that to make decisions at a, at a corporate level and then also be able to influence even what people do. There's so much more data now to collect about people and their activities. And some of it's organized and some of it's unstructured. Like you go to a credit union, you think teller notes, which are very unstructured, but there are systems now that can collect those teller notes and make and uh, do something with that. But then there's the traditional structured data as well that are sitting in databases and things like that. So there's just so much more of that data that's 
available. And now there's better tools that are out there to, to help decision makers utilize the data that is available. So so that's kind of when I hear about, you know, an information revolution, it's just the volume of the data that's available and then being able to really utilize that data for business decisions. And when we, we talk about the data and how we use it to make decisions, how is that changing the way that we work? I think it's it's influencing almost everything that we end up doing. Certainly, if you look at the largest tech companies, they're probably the best examples that are out there. You know, Facebook, Google, Microsoft, all the social media kinds of things, and just other online companies that are that are collecting and using a ton of data to influence what you see and what you experience and the speed by which things are done as well, because they already have a lot of data on you. So they know what it is. They don't have to ask you for that information because they already know what your favorite whatever is. I'm For a personal example, I've been looking for a car for about a month. So I've been doing online research, and everywhere I go now, on Google, on Yahoo Mail, anything that I do, I've got these car ads popping up all over the place. The problem is, is I'm likely to get a car in the next few days, and those car ads will continue for for weeks until I clear stuff out. But but that's just an example of turning data analytics from, from an art, which is kind of what it was before, into a science. And as I mentioned, you know, data has been used for decision making for a long time. I mean the classic example probably is insurance. You know, from day one of insurance businesses, they've been using data, you know, in in their actuary. So there were first that was probably the first data analytics group were actuaries. They would take large amounts of data and then extract how long they think you're going to live and what it's going to cost for life insurance and that kind of thing. What's happened now, though, is that that same science that was used in the actuaries is being used everywhere. Retailers, merchants, as I mentioned, the tech companies, and even in, even in financial institutions, including credit unions, where it's been a little slower to get there, but it, it certainly is pervading every aspect of our lives, including businesses. And you mentioned it's been a little slower for credit unions to kind of catch on and, and start utilizing this data. Why do you think that is? Resources, I think, is a big part of this. The largest banks in the country will spend more than all the credit unions combined on their data analytics products this year. It's, and so there, there's there's a scale aspect of this that makes it really difficult. And the more data that you have when you have you know, millions and millions of customers like a Chase would have, you can do a lot more with that data because you've got so much of it. It's going to cost you a lot to do, but they also have a lot of money that they're putting into it. Um, and I think in general, you know, the it's been a challenge for credit unions to have the mindset that they end up needing to have or an understanding of what the data could end up doing and, and understanding how data projects and data analytics uh, initiatives can transform what they do. And it's expensive. And there's a number of these things over the years that have failed. So it's it's kind of risky, and credit unions are a little risk adverse, but that is changing. The idea that data is core to what um, a credit union does, I think, is really starting to take hold. And there's players that are entering the market, third parties that are coming in, so that a credit union doesn't have to do everything themselves, but that they can partner with somebody. There's odd approaches is, is one that's out there in the data warehouse world with analytic products. And, the, and then the big one that I think that has stepped in is CUNA Mutual with their Advantage Analytics program, which 
you know, they are a big, big system player putting a lot of money into this. And I think going to be bringing data analytics to a lot of credit unions that otherwise could not afford to get into this on their own. Even the biggest credit unions, I mean, they're looking at multi-million dollar investments in something that they're not sure that's even going to work the way they, they think it's going to work. So I think when they partner with somebody like uh, like a Advantage Analytics, you know, they're sharing that, and there's a, a much better odds that something like that's going to succeed. Credit union industry as a whole, even if you, even for the large ones, is not that big of a player. But when you bring everybody together in a collaborative effort, I think there's a, there's a much, much better chance of succeeding. So if if we have a credit union or a bunch of credit unions that want to work together, why why should they consider delving into this realm and starting to figure out the data? I think it's going to end up being a matter of survival. I think everybody looks at how am I going to stay relevant to my members when other organizations are going to be trying to pick those members off because they will have a much better understanding of what that member is looking for. One of the buzz phrases that you hear about data analytics is it's delivering the right message to the right member at the right time. So like I said, I'm looking for a car, so now I'm getting bombarded with car ads. But the next thing would be, well, why am I getting why am I not getting loan ads from my credit union or other credit unions or other banks or anything like that? So eventually they will figure out that I bought that I'm buying a car and and I will be getting those things. So I think it's it's a matter of of being able to deliver that right message to the to the to your member. Otherwise people are going to do it. It's it's going to be the fintechs, it'll be whatever that are going to be hitting those members and offering a very quick and easy experience because they'll have a lot of information about you. Even though you're not a customer of theirs, there's lots of third-party data that can be purchased that describe everything about you. So they can make a very, very tailored message to what your need is right at that time. And if credit unions aren't involved in that, you know they can have their members stolen by, by people that are taking advantage of that data. So it really is an important tool that credit unions can use to figure out what their members need, maybe even before the member realizes what they need. Well, the, the, I mean, the, the big experience that people always talk about is Amazon. You know, it knows what you've purchased in the past. It's known what you look at it in the past. And if you didn't purchase something, but, but you were interested in something, you know, first thing it's going to do is put up on that home screen things that it thinks that you might be interested in. Or if it, you got there through a Google search, it'll know exactly what you're what you're looking at. So Amazon's got to be one of the biggest companies in the world because they've anticipated your needs, and and they call that predictive analytics. And that's something that not every credit union can afford, not every credit union can can participate in. But to be able to not send your member an offer for a credit card when they already have a credit card with you, simple things like that that could end up saving the credit union some money simply by doing a little data analysis to understand who is it that I really need to be targeting. It's that market or that member segmentation so that when you do send out an offer that you're sending it to somebody that actually is in need of that. I, it's interesting because I, I have a credit card with a, uh, with a credit union, but I use a travel card, which is you know issued by a big bank. And what's always surprising to me is probably once a month, I get an offer from that bank for that credit card to get that credit card. And I get it and I just look at it and I immediately throw away because I already have that credit card. 
And I'm thinking, why are they wasting money on that postage and annoying me by sending me an offer for a credit card that I already have? So, and this is a big bank that's that's doing this. But if you can, first of all, avoid annoying your members, but also just getting offers to your members and making it simple, uh, simpler for them because you already understand a lot of information about your member, so that by the time they do make an application for a credit card or, or a loan, you've already got all that information about that member so that you don't have to ask them for that again. Because, you know, the big thing now is speed and ease of use and frictionless kind of transaction. And uh, those all are possible because of systems that utilize that are utilizing data to already know a whole lot about you before you even before you even uh, start the process. Do you think members appreciate kind of some of these results that big data provide? Yeah, I think so. I think in some ways, you know, I talked about my Amazon experience. I, I really like it because if I'm really wanted something quick, I go on Amazon. I also sort of think it's a little big brotherish, and so I kind of resent that. But for the most part, people like and appreciate that their credit union or whoever they're dealing with understands who they are and what they're looking for and can make the process simpler because they're utilizing the data that they have to uh, to make, make it a very quick and talked about before, frictionless process. That's how the uh, a lot of the fintechs are targeting uh, people is, is by making the decisions kind of behind the scenes and not having to collect a bunch of information uh, about people because they already have gotten it from third-party data providers, the service bureaus, or whatever. So there's a lot of organizations out there that know a lot about you. And I don't think people would mind that at all if their credit union was able to take advantage of that and make their interaction with the credit union faster, easier, and simpler. Now, let's talk about IronSafe. Can you explain a little bit about it? Sure. So, and so I'm the president of the Illinois Credit Union League, and uh, our business subsidiary is is called LSC, and we provide LSC provides uh, card products to about 2,300 credit unions across the country, mostly medium to small size credit unions. Um, debit cards, credit cards, prepaid cards. And so we've had a need and to be able to react as an aggregator. So we, you know, we we resell FIS, first data, FISERV products. And so we've had a need for a long time to uh, receive and distribute all the reports that we that we get on behalf of credit unions. We get 300 and uh, close to 400,000 pages of reports on a daily basis from those processors. And uh, that we use a product called IronSafe to do that. It's a it's a web-based report public publishing and distribution and repository. You know, it's a full search kind of thing. So that a credit union employee, we have 5,000 users. So one of those 5,000 users can log on every day, look at the reports from their processors, and then make decisions based on that. If they're in the accounting department, if they're in the cards department, whatever. So they use different. People within the credit union can use them for different purposes, but we're the, you know, we're the aggregator of all those reports and the distributor of all those reports. So this is a, a system that we just started working with about six years ago, and we liked it so much we actually bought a, a portion of the company because it is so valuable to what we end up doing. But the real critical thing that we've developed in conjunction with IronSafe is the ability to extract data off of those reports and put them into other systems, whether it be a spreadsheet, 
um, a dashboard or into a database. And so this allows us then to be able to do data analysis off of data that's otherwise just sitting in reports. Reports are pretty much just static. You know, it's almost like a virtual piece of paper that you look at it and then the next day you get the next one the next day. But what we're able to do with IronSafe is automatically scrape all the data off of those reports, put it into a database, and then pop it up on a dashboard so that it may show you what your delinquency rate is happening on your on your credit cards. Or if there's a promotion that you're running, you know, on on a particular on a particular uh, uh, line of business, like a gas promotion at gas stations or something like that, where there's a dashboard that's up there that every day then is automatically updated. From those reports, it'll extract the data and display it how your promotion is going or what your delinquency rate is or any any other kinds of things that would appear in the reports that you could extract out of there. Because what's happening now is a lot of people are using Excel and they're typing, literally typing off of their screen the numbers that they see on a report and then aggregating that through an Excel pivot table or some sort of summary or something like that. Um, We worked with one customer that had seven different sources of data that they were getting to put into a board report that we were able to automate by extracting the data automatically off of the reports and put it into a spreadsheet. And uh, they're able to build the graphs that they use for their board re- monthly board report just just automatically off of that. So it, it's kind of a crude tool, but it's extremely effective as far as automating what a lot of people are trying to do manually or they they, they, they can't even do because it's it's too much work to sit there and type all the information. But it does it does provide a credit union though with the ability to be able to do some analytics or to feed into another system to do those analytics, which is kind of important. Because one of the big issues with, with credit unions is that their data is all over the place. A lot of it's sitting in a core system, but they may have card processors they may have a loan origination system. They may have a mortgage system, a CRM, a rewards. They're getting reports from their rewards provider, getting reports coming out of their call center. But there's no real good way of getting to that data because it's either sitting in a system or it's just being sent to them from a third party. As long as the data is in a file or a report, IronSafe can extract that data put it into a database, put it into a spreadsheet, into a dashboard, and turn that data into actionable decisions. Okay. And it also sounds like big time saver and also kind of decreasing the the chance for user error when they're manually typing stuff in. Exactly. The case uh, I was describing before about the seven different sources being put into a board report, they said that it had to go around to like three different levels of review because of the of the concern before about, you know, just somebody mistyping a number or something like that. Besides just the amount of time that it took to extract the information off of seven different reports and put it into a, into a spreadsheet. But they had to be very, very careful because it's really easy to transpose a couple numbers as you're sitting there typing them in off of a screen. So, so this way it's all done, the extraction and the compilation and everything is all done automatically. So they were spending about... 15 to 20 hours a month on this, and it's taking them less than 20 minutes now. And how have credit unions responded to having this tool available to them and helping them out? 
very, very well. And, and in fact, we're talking to some other organizations about utilizing this with a lot more credit unions across across the country because it's unique kind of in the marketplace and then there, there really is nothing out there that does this automatic data extraction. And that, as I was describing before, one of the big challenges, you know, for because people think of data analytics, they think about the tool that creates the charts or they think of a data warehouse. But the very mundane problem of how do you get to the data when you don't have access directly to the data? Because it's sitting, you know, within the core system. And yeah, you could call the core and ask them, can I get a data extract? And they'll say, sure, in four months and $15,000 later, we'll get it to you. But meanwhile, that data might already be sitting in a couple reports that you could extract yourself. So there's that, or there's, like I said, a third party that, that you're contracting with to do something that they're just sending you reports on a daily basis. Or in our case, what we do with our customers, you know, all these, we have 200 million pages of, of card reports, credit card, debit card, prepaid card reports, and they're all searchable. They're all, all that data is extractable and that we can use because we do portfolio development on behalf of our, our credit unions as well. So we'll look at this and, and work with the credit unions to look at their data and provide them advice and guidance on what they can do to grow their portfolios. And in order to do that, we use the data that we extract off of those reports to be able to tell them how their card program is doing. And if they do a promotion, if they do some of the steps that we ask them to do, we can then look back later. We can then look back and compare and say, okay, this is how, you know, the card usage has gone up or the delinquencies have gone down or whatever it is that they're looking to try to get out of the program. We can have a before and after based on all the data that, that we've been able to extract off of those reports. And now you said this was kind of a unique tool, not really av- or available from a bunch of other companies out there. Why do you think that is? It's a little counterintuitive. I mean, I think part of it is people just would think oh, it's it's such an old kind of technology, maybe because what you're doing is is you're taking advantage of a lot of mainframe or static reports, and people would think, well, uh, why is that even necessary in 2018? But I've been I've been involved in data most of my career, and the problem has always been there that a lot of these big systems can't be changed very easily, so it's it's difficult to get a data a simple data extract from somebody it's they're all sending you reports you know you go into any system there'll be dozens or hundreds of reports but to ask somebody to send you a data stream first of all they may not want to do it because they're they're relying on fees and and other things that you're not going to be having to pay them anymore um, or it may just really really be difficult for some of these companies that have been built on acquiring system through acquisitions that there's not a good integration between all these systems. So it's really, really difficult for them to do that. But yet they're sending reports. So part of the reason is people just aren't thinking that the data on these reports is extractable. And it's it's tough to do. I mean, I've been dealing with the folks at IronSafe for, for several years now, and they've spent a lot, a lot of time trying to figure out how to get the data on these. And some of these reports are just a mess. But to be able to extract that data, put them into data fields or into a spreadsheet or whatever it is people want to do, it's tough to do, and, and it's just been a market that there's only one competitor that I even know of that's even doing something like this, but it's not being done automatic. The extraction isn't as automated as, as what I've been describing with IronSafe, and it's a lot more expensive. 
Okay. Well, to kind of wrap this up, we've talked about data and how it can be beneficial for credit unions and talked about how there's, you know, some challenges with it, some barriers and some ways that you can really delve into the data and, and look at the raw stuff. What advice would you have for credit unions in general when it comes to, to data? I would say you need to do something. I think almost of credit unions of any size, I work, you know, since I'm a league president, uh, Illinois has a lot of smaller credit unions, uh, almost half of them under $10 million in assets. But I think I think every credit union should be looking at doing something with data. And it's, it's a long um, and possibly unrealistic journey for a lot of credit unions to get to the point of predictive analytics where when your member comes in or, or is online that you know what they want next kind of thing. But I don't think that's an excuse for credit union to do nothing about this because I think it's important that they get a better understanding through the use of data of what their members want and how to serve their members better. And I think there's a number of simple steps that a credit union can take. You know, there's the old joke about the elephant. You know, how do you how does you swallow an elephant? It's one bite at a time, because I think people can get overwhelmed at what other people are doing or that this is too big to even tackle. And I, and I would say the, just to do something. You know what? What small example or use case can can you take on that you're getting data, and and somehow try to automate that process? Now, to my example before about the credit card, you know, are you sending your members, you know, offers or solicitations about things that they're already doing with you? Are you sending your members auto loan solicitations when they already have an auto loan with you? If you are. You should be looking at the data that you have available to you so that you exclude those those members from that. And that's very, very simple, very basic. A lot of credit unions are probably doing that. But again, I'm, I'm an example of somebody who's getting a credit card solicitation. I'm a big bank that uh, I already, I've had the credit card for six years now. So so those kinds of things, I think, are it's, it is a long journey, but I think it's a journey that everybody needs to start to undertake in some way to do those first steps and then realize, well, this isn't so bad. This isn't so complex uh, because it's not a topic that a lot of CEOs are comfortable with and whatever they can do to start becoming more comfortable, I think is really important. So it's not something that you can just do nothing and hope it's a phase and you need to do something, even if it's something small. You know, all you have to do is look at the retailers that are out there. People think of up-and-coming retailers. I don't think they're thinking of Sears or JCPenney. Now, even Walmart, as, as large as it is, is, I think, struggling a bit because Amazon is really eating their lunch through the digital channels, and they're doing it with data. They're doing it with knowing their customer, knowing what their customer wants, making the process as easy as possible. You know, the one-click ordering is just fantastic. And how, how is it they're able to do that? Well, they know a lot about me at this point. So they're able to allow that to happen. So I think credit unions of all sizes need to be thinking about what they can do to make the member experience faster, simpler, and data is a a big part of that. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.
This podcast was sponsored by LSC, a credit union service organization that provides products and services that allow credit unions to exist, compete, and thrive in the financial marketplace by meeting the demands and needs of current and prospective members. Learn more at lsc.net.